Today's episode is a recorded replay from my free five-day series, Abundance in Alignment. This series is all about helping you heal the insecurities that hold you back from being your true self in your business. This series is also about helping you align with the vibration of money, wealth, and abundance. And most importantly, this series is about finding your personal power to no longer run your dream life from a place of push and force. So if you've been an entrepreneur who's been hustling, feeling like what she wants to attain is out of reach, or that she's just maybe burnt out in the old way looking for a new approach, I highly suggest listening to today's replay as well as the other four days of this series. Every day for five days this week, you're going to get these replays. And I really encourage you to listen to them because not only is it going to be strong medicine for you, but this series just by listening can help you remove the hustle and the burnout, the self-sabotage and the fear so that you can finally live in a place of freedom and alignment. For more information on the series and to get all the replays sent directly to your inbox, go to laurenoflove.com abundance. And just a reminder too that this free five-day series is all in honor of the Wild Wealthy Feminine program. The Wild Wealthy Feminine is my entrepreneur study. It's six weeks. It's a live intensive and you get lifetime access to all of the study, including the step-by-step trainings of the Wild Wealthy Feminine Method. So for more information on that, you can go to laurenoflove.com slash wild or just visit laurenoflove.com for all the things, guys. Okay, (laughs) enjoy today's episode. It's that special time of the year. The Wild Wealthy Feminine Signature Group Coaching Program doors are officially open. I've recorded this intro about 20 times, so I'm just going to keep it real candid. If you don't know what the Wild Wealthy Feminine Program is, this is my six-week transformation journey for entrepreneurs who are healing their relationship with creativity, worthiness, success, money, and leadership. I really love this program because in my journey of entrepreneurship, you guys know doing things the masculine way wasn't incredibly aligned with me. I was taught that success was about how hard I worked, that I should sacrifice and push and force and follow these really controlled step-by-step processes to create freedom and abundance. And what I've learned in my eight years as an entrepreneur is that the journey to creating the wealth and abundance that I always wanted was actually about embodying my feminine. So in this six-week study, we go through healing the six foundational elements of being an embodied, empowered entrepreneur. So we heal our relationship with desire, our relationship with money. We heal our relationship with creativity, business, and our personal freedom. So if you've ever felt challenged on any of these things before, I invite you to go check out the Wild Wealthy Feminine Program Doors close on the 31st, and we start our journey the first week of May. And uh, just a little heads up, this round is going to be extra special. We have a lot of new students returning for a second round, and there are live coaching calls. So you're not just going through the Wild Wealthy Feminine Method, you are actually getting direct support from me as well. So if you are ready to say hello to freedom and flow and create a soul-aligned mission that isn't birthed from force and hustle, but is way more intuitive and heart-centered, come and take the journey to rewire your mind and your reality. Go to laurenoflove.com wild to check out the details of the program, the course structure, and the payment plans that are available. Again, doors close on May 31st, and I, oh, I'm lying, huh? Doors close April 31st. We start the journey on May 1st, so um, don't forget, come sign up. Hello, 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 my gorgeous family, my amazing students. I am so excited, as always, every time I jump on these live videos. Welcome back to our free five-day series, Abundance and Alignment. How is it going for you? How are you feeling? What has been coming up? I would love to take a moment before we drop into today's study, before we open up today's conversation, 
um, to just hold space to ask you, how are you feeling in this study? Has this study been illuminating for you? Has this study felt uh, like you've been seen and supported and understood? Has this study maybe shown you certain things or validated certain things within yourself about how you see your business, how you feel about your purpose, how you feel about your relationship with money? I want to just take a minute to have you guys all drop in. So if you're watching this video live, say hello in the comments. Tell me how this experience and this journey have been for you. If you are just jumping on and this is your first video of this free five-day series, don't worry. You can go back and watch the replays. They will be av available for a limited amount of time on the Instagram, inside of the Abundance and Alignment Facebook community, as well as on the Lauren of Love podcast. So take a minute. Nicole says, hi, just jumping on. Hello, sister. Hello, hello. So happy to have you here, mama. Honored to see you. Corey, hello. Hello to the Balance CEO. Hello to Miri. Hello to Dara. So happy to have you guys here. Corey says, loving the workshop, ready to dive into this beautiful space you have for us today. Yes, I am so excited to be here. I'm really honored to have this conversation with you guys uh, to crack open a deeper layer of this study. Um, you know, healing and, and entrepreneurship and service and purpose these are all really, really deep journeys that can feel like Pandora's box. You know, we're kind of opening up one layer at a time to really discover what are the things that maybe have been holding us back from receiving the abundance and the prosperity that we want. Um, what are the things that maybe we need to calibrate to? What are the vibrations we need to raise our frequency to align with? Um, and what do we have to let go of that will allow us to do that. These questions are a continuous study. And I think for a lot of people who are on healing journeys and also on paths of finding their purpose, you know, we feel this desire to like one day be healed enough to do what we want to do, to, to one day be in a place where like we got it, we're empowered, we have it all figured out. Um, and having been doing this work now for eight years, I'm going to tell you right now that the journey never ends. You are always learning. You are always growing. You are always expanding. So um, I just want to share that so that you guys can kind of give yourself permission to like be wherever you are and to not judge yourself. If you're sitting here and you're feeling like you want to do something really impactful in the world, but you're also recognizing that there are things within you that need to be healed that's not a reflection of your lack of ability. That's not a reflection of your lack of capability. It is simply an awareness of where you are right now. And can you meet that with love? Can you meet that with compassion? And can you meet that in a way where you're not indulging in the story that says who you are right now is not enough to make a lot of money? Who you are right now is is worthy of abundance, is worthy of prosperity, is worthy of transforming other people's lives, holding people on their own journeys. You can hold yourself and simultaneously be holding other people. And I think that's what actually makes us credible. Um, I was doing a, a podcast interview. I don't know if you guys had uh, the opportunity to listen to it, but it was an interview with Emily Brandt about my journey of entrepreneurship and you know, she asked me, she was like, how, you know, how, like, how do you know that you're in integrity and, and like doing this work? You know, a lot of you guys know a lot of my facilitation is very spiritual and I study a lot of different indigenous traditions in order to be able to facilitate my in-person medicine work. And I said to her, you know, I question my integrity every day and I'm going to tell you, like, if, if you're there and you're doing that, you're not wrong. I firmly believe that the greatest, most deep things in life are questioned. You know, if you're in a really deep, intimate, loving relationship with your partner, you maybe probably have gone through experiences where you had to go through the eye of the needle of questioning that. Um, and your purpose is kind of the same way your relationship with your, your gifts 
is the same way. The greatest, deepest, most powerful things in our lives are often the things that cause us to question ourselves the most because we want to be in integrity. We want to be in alignment. We want it to be of right relationship. And so, you know, give yourself that permission to just say, like, if I am questioning my integrity, if I am doubting myself, if I have these moments of feeling like, you know, I am, I'm in doubt, that in itself is a reflection of how beautifully heart-centered you are, that these things are so important to you. I once heard somebody talk about this. She said, you know, we're going to be talking today about the diseases of entrepreneurship. And, and I really invite you to stick around and be a part of this intuitive dialogue today because um, this is really important. I want, for me, you know, we're here. The doors are open to the Wild Wealthy Feminine Program. And usually with Five Day Free Series, that's what this is all about, right? It's like, hey, the Wild Wealthy Feminine is open. You want to study your entrepreneurship money and business journey with me come into that program but if i could give you anything in this study it is the healing of your relationship with your business the healing of your relationship with money the healing of your relationship with yourself as the vessel of this work that you are doing in the world and there are these dysfunctions that stop us from really actually being the biggest most bold guiding light that we really want to be in the world. So we're going to be talking about that today. Um, and I, I was just starting to share this story about how, um, you know, one of these diseases that we really struggle with is imposter syndrome, right? So we're going to be opening up a conversation about that too. But like, I remember a sister saying to me that like, if you've ever seen like a fraud, somebody who's actually a fraud, they don't give a shit about being a fraud. They don't, they don't give a shit about being somebody who's like, manipulative or fake or false. They just kind of put on this mask and they go about it. So the fact that you're there, if you're questioning yourself and you're like, man, I feel like an imposter or I feel inferior. Or I feel like, you know, um, out of integrity, like, you know, the fact that you're even there having that internal dialogue with yourself shows me and could show so many people in the world that you are of integrity because those things are become, they're coming up, they're, they're being illuminated for you. So yeah, we're going to be talking about that. We're going to have some deep conversations about the diseases of entrepreneurship. And while I'm here saying, hey, the Wild Wealthy Feminine Program is open, you want to come study with me, come. I, I want to give you real medicine today. So please take some notes, please drop in. I'm going to serve and share my heart with you guys in a way that's really intuitive and channeled and flow-filled. Um, and this is just all about me giving you some love today, some support, some acknowledgement. So thank you guys for being on the line. Victoria is saying so many healers in the online space are frauds that just started healing a few years ago and now there's someone. Yeah, I mean, let's talk about it, okay? Let's talk about it. So it's interesting because as you guys know, I've been sharing, I've been going through a little bit of an interesting time this week in my life. My pup of 15 years passed away on Monday. And yesterday we had, uh, you know, my two big signature online group coaching programs are the Heal Program and the Wild Wealthy Feminine Program. And last night we had a, a program call. We had our group coaching call for week 11 inside of the Heal Program. And I could have canceled that call because I was moving through things. I could have said, hey, we need to reschedule. But I felt like I really wanted to show up in that container and be vulnerable and be real and be authentic about what I was moving through because I'm going through a heavy energy. And for a lot of people in the online space, part of the dis-ease that we feel is the disconnect of being able to be real and authentic with where we are. We feel like we have to put on this mask. We feel like we have to hold it all together. We feel like we have to put on a brave face. We talked a lot about that yesterday when we were having the conversation around our relationship with money. But when it comes to leadership, we feel this energy as well, where a lot of us are projecting out into the world and maybe you've seen this from certain influencers uh, projecting out into the world how perfect their life is. 
how amazing their life is, how easy it is. They have what you want. See, here it is. Come get it. Look how blissed out she is. Look how prosperous she is. Look how successful she is. Look how spiritual she is. I want what she's having. Let me learn from her. And this was something that like in the early days of my entrepreneurship, I learned really quickly. Okay, so like very early on on my path, I've been doing this for eight years now, I learned that if I showed up in my power and I documented that and I celebrated that and I created content around that, that I would be inspiring people who wanted to also be in their power and then those people would come and they would study with me and they would learn, how do I have what she's having? But here's the issue. And I'm, I'm just going to say this. I'm really stuffy today. I'm like very, I'm going to be blowing my nose throughout this whole entire thing. Deal with it. I love you. Real and raw. Okay. The issue with this, when we're in the online space and we're seeing all these people who are very, very good at passion-based positive marketing, a lot of the times what we are looking at is a false perspective of what life really is. We see these people who always have it great. And while that can be very inspiring and while that can be very motivating and while that can feel very like influential to us as we are consuming all of this content from all of these people who are doing what we want to do, who have what we want to have, who are being who we want to be. The issue with this is that there's this really, really stark, drastic divide between us and them. And we see what they have and we want it, but we're also aware that the life that they have where there's never an issue, things are really easy, life is so flow-filled, blah, 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 fa la la, triddle D, right? Like <laughs> they have everything that we want, but here we are in our personal lives going through grief, going through obstacles, going through overwhelm going through doubt, going through painful traumas, going through inferiority, insecurity, self-doubt, blah, 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 blah. And we think to ourselves, not only am I different from this person that I'm really inspiring to be like, but what's wrong with me that all these people have it together and I don't? Is there something wrong with me that I'm struggling and I have difficult times and I have emotional breakdowns and I have moments of feeling hardship. What's wrong with me that all these other people can do it right and I can't? And so this is where I want to have a conversation today a little bit on this topic of shadow-based marketing, okay? Because a lot of what is being projected and put out there is a false narrative that really makes us feel like we can't achieve the things that we want. They feel unattainable because we feel so different because we go through tough things. So something I started to do along my entrepreneur path, like I talked about in day one and day two, is question everything, okay? So I noticed that on my path, when I was like behind the scenes having a mental breakdown and freaking out about this and that or having a disaster happen in my life that I felt like I couldn't show up. I can't show up with this. So I can either shelf it and pretend that everything's great when it's not, or I cannot show up at all. And I started to question this because I noticed that my business was not being a safe container for me to fully be myself. And like we talked about in day two, when I asked you guys to really think about, you know, what are the needs of your business? If you're in a relationship with a partner where you can't be your fullest self, that relationship doesn't succeed. That relationship doesn't do well. That relationship doesn't fulfill you. So why would business be any other way? Now, I know boundaries are really important. I know there are certain things that we want to keep personal to us. We don't want to document everything. We don't want to put everything out into the world. I'm not asking you to. But what I am asking is that if you are on this path where you are trying to make a difference in the world, you have to decide that your business is going to be a safe space for you to be all of you, every facet of you. And if you need boundaries and you need time to take certain aspects of your life offline, please do that. 
that is a really, really important healthy thing to not feel like every part of your world needs to be put out there. There are many aspects of my life that I don't put out there, right? It's a fine balance. There's a gray line here of knowing like how we want to actually show up. But I just want to say like, please allow all of you because what happens just like a relationship where you can't be all of yourself when you start to have this dynamic with your business where you can't be all of yourself, you're in an abusive relationship, right? You're in a dynamic of relationship with your business that doesn't allow you to be you. And this is where disease starts to come through, dysfunction starts to come through because we feel a lack of integrity with that. And we're trying to sell, we're trying to market ourselves, and we're trying to put things out there, but man, how can we feel safe to do that? So let's go through the comments for a minute because before we're even diving in, I'm feeling there's so many of you guys who are sharing. Birth your blisses, there's a fine balance between showing up authentically and still honoring your clients and the money they've paid to work with you. I've been considering this in my business. Showing up authentically is so beautiful as long as you still have the energy to hold space for others. Yeah, and you know what this is really about too, like, you know, I will often say to clients, like my clients, when I work with them one-on-one, -on -one, I tell them right out of the gate, we set some really, really beautiful boundaries and ground rules. And I say, listen, I just want to tell you, my energetic channel is really important for this space. And if I'm getting my period and I have the day of my period, we have a call, I'm going to ask to reschedule because your money is important. Your time is important. Our facilitating work is important. And I want to be of the best value for you. So my clients know that right out of the gate. And then when I'm going through something difficult and I'm having these times where like I need to take a break and I need to take space away, I will be really transparent with my clients and I will say, look, this is what's happening right now. And, and is it okay if we reschedule this? Do you feel comfortable with that? But last night in our HEAL program call, um, you know, I really felt like I wanted people to see. I wanted people to understand that like it's okay to go through a hard time and let me show you how I navigate that, right? It's okay to feel heavy energy, to have difficult experiences. I'm not going to hide that. I'm going to show it to you all. I'm going to show you the ups and the downs. I'm going to show you the journey because I believe that success is not about the outcome. Success is about navigating the journey with resilience and sovereignty and empowerment. And the journey is full of ups and downs. So how do I put that out there in right relationship? I walk in integrity. I get honest. I get real. I don't allow the storyline that I need to be perfect to profit. I don't allow the storyline that I need to have my shit together all the time to make a difference in the world. I let myself be fully me. And I show that. Nicole says from the HEAL program, it was so amazing and I'm so glad you showed up yesterday because I had a bunch of epip epiphanies because of your story and your perspective. Yeah, you know, it's like, can we be real? Can we actually give ourselves permission to be real in this world? And, and that's, you know, I want you to take that away today. So, so let's talk about some of the disease that's coming through in the entrepreneur space, okay? I want to help you guys understand that what is showing up in your entrepreneur journey and like I want you to do something for me as we're going through this what's showing up in your entrepreneur journey is not a reflection of you being broken it's not a reflection of you not doing it right it's not a reflection of you not being qualified or worthy or good enough what's showing up in your entrepreneur path is an invitation to heal and your business is going to continuously do that for you over and over and over again. And what we can do is we can ignore the diseases and the dysfunction and the difficulty. And we could say, let's just bypass it all and just keep pushing. Let's just keep going. You know, if you've ever been on a journey in your entrepreneur path where you've roller coastered, okay, where you've like, showed up in your journey, gave something your fullest, and then backed out and disappeared for months. 
or you roller coaster where like for me in the beginning of my entrepreneur path, I would, my husband would leave for work. We were dating at the time. I'd be like, yeah, my business is going to be so successful. I'm so excited. And he would come home eight hours later and I'd be having a mental breakdown looking for jobs on indeed.com because I didn't think it was going to work. I was emotionally unstable in the belief system of like wanting a successful business. I didn't actually know how to hold that frequency energetically. And so for many people, the diseases and the dysfunction that are manifesting in their business, they tell themselves stories that it's either them or the strategy that they're doing that's making this not work. When really actually it is the suffering of not feeling worthy that's manifesting as this disease. So let's talk about it. What are the diseases? What are the dysfunctions? What are the difficulties that are manifesting in our business? Well, first and foremost, comparisonitis, okay? So if as I go through these, if this is something that you struggle with, if this is an issue that is showing up and manifesting in your entrepreneur path, I want you to acknowledge this part of you, okay? By simply writing in the comments, me, and I love that. Okay, I don't want you to be afraid to acknowledge and love and accept these parts of you that maybe you feel like are getting in the way of what you want, but they are not. They are the way. Okay, looking at these parts of you, not ignoring them, not bypassing them, but facing them. These are the way to attract everything that you really want in your life. So number one is comparisonitis. Okay, if this is something that you experience, write down me and I love that. Okay, so comparisonitis, what is this? What is this energy? This is, I know we all know what it is, but I'm going to give you some definitions to see if it gets your wheels turning in a different way. Comparisonitis, it manifests in its simplest terms when you start scrolling social media and you see somebody start achieving or having all the things you want or being the thing that you want and you feel an icky feeling of energy in your body. You feel shame, you feel jealousy, you feel anger, you feel frustration, you feel doubt, you feel unworthiness. Brianna says me, but saying that I love that feels forced. Yeah, yeah, it can be hard. We don't want to love these parts of us. They feel terrible. Me, and I love that. Me, and I love that. Yes, yes, yes. Let's own it, okay? There is nothing wrong with feeling comparison. Comparison and feeling the difficulty of comparisonitis, right, and the triggers that that brings up in you, we want that to go away. That's why we don't love it. We're like, make this go away. Make this stop. But what really actually is happening here is that we're in wrong relationship with what is being illuminated. We say, me, I'm comparing, I'm contrasting that person to me. There they are, there I am. And now I'm either really angry at that person or really frustrated with that person or really triggered by that person or really annoyed at that person or I don't want that person to succeed anymore or I'm rolling my eyes or I'm projecting it right back onto me and I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm feeling shameful. I'm feeling doubtful. I'm feeling annoyed. I don't love that. Those are horrible things to feel. But let's talk about why they are there. Let's understand what is coming up so we can navigate it. You know, I've been on the plant medicine path for about four and a half years now. And I used to have this thing happen in my ceremonies where I would feel this really horrible energy of pain in my body, just like incredible, immense amount of suffering. And I went up to a facilitator once and I said, how do I make this stop? I hate this feeling. How do I make it stop? And she said, make what stop? And I said, this thing, it's happening to me. I just, I hate it. I just want it to go away. How do I make it stop? And she said, asking that question is exactly why it won't. So like when you're pregnant and you're giving birth and you got to breathe and you got to hold your frequency and you got to accept it. If you're sitting there and you're like, make it stop, make it stop, make it stop. That's going to be a horrible birthing experience. 
And what's happening is the discomfort and the resistance that you are feeling when you're experiencing comparisonitis is illuminating something to you that you need to look at with a loving perspective, a loving lens. And we have to ask the question, okay, what is really happening here? There's a part of me that's angry because I want more for myself. That's beautiful. You want more for yourself. Good job, self. You are fighting with anger, jealousy, rage, disappointment, shame, frustration. That is actually you being like, I deserve more. I want more. What a loving, beautiful thing. What a loving, beautiful thing, right? There's nothing wrong with that. The person that you see doing all the things that you want to do, and maybe you're feeling shame or guilt because you're not actually doing them, that's illuminating integrity for you. That icky feeling you are feeling is because you are now facing a truth that you want to show up for yourself more than you actually are. And the person who is confident and glowy and sexy and vibey and you're watching her all over Instagram and you're like, ah, I want that for myself. That's showing you who you are becoming. These are beautiful things. And if we can come into right relationship with them, if we can harmonize with them, they and the energy of discomfort starts to lessen. So the next time you're starting to feel that comparisonitis and you're looking at somebody else, I want you to remember this. I want you to close your eyes, take a breath, put your hand on your heart and just be like, wow, there is a part of me that wants more. Thank you, that part of me. Thank you. I'm jealous of what somebody else is doing. I feel like they're doing a better job than me. They're showing up so fully. Maybe this is illuminating to me that I need to love myself more, that I need to put myself out there more, that I need to take bigger risks. Thank you for showing me that, right? So we want to just come into some right relationship with the feelings we have because when we start to feel judgment, rage, jealousy, insecurity, all of this, then we go into another layer of this where we feel shame that we feel those things. And so this is, if you've ever heard of this uh, taught in the Wild Wealthy Feminine program, it's called the infinity loop. And so I'm going to draw this out for you guys right now. This shows up in our actions and our energy. If you have a pen and paper, I want you to capture this. I'm going to see if I can find a, a permanent marker here. So this is the journey that a lot of people are on emotionally and physically in their businesses. And this is like, if you're signing up for the Wild Wealthy Feminine Program, this is the foundation that we break for all of this because this is the infinity loop of suffering. And it is something all of us do. And so if you can, draw this infinity loop. Here we go. Beautiful. This is the infinity loop cycle that we are all on. And let's just imagine that like each of these wave, these are wavelengths. Here's a wavelength. Here's a wavelength. Here's a wavelength. Like this is a scale, okay, from top to bottom. We have low vibration and we have high vibrations, okay? And so what we're trying to do on our journey is go to high vibrations. We want to experience abundance. We want to experience success. We want to experience prosperity. Our goal is to scale and get to this really, really beautiful place where we're like up here outside of this infinity loop having all of this abundance. And we want to get out of these low vibrations here. So what happens for us? We start here in this really kind of low vibration at the bottom, and we're like, yeah, man, I got to build a business. I got to put myself out there. I got to do it. I feel awful. I feel awful. Life is not what I want it to be. I'm not living in my purpose. I'm not taking action. Low vibration, okay? And then what happens is we get kind of to this like energetic neutral place, this kind of setting here where we're kind of like, all right, Starting from ground zero, making it happen, ready to show up, ready to take action. And so we move from this low vibration and we start to turn the corner and we start to take action and we start to put ourselves forward and we start to move the needle forward, right? And so we raise our vibration and we get to kind of this peak little point here and we're like, okay, I turned this corner, I'm elevating myself. 
But then at this moment here, we've been showing up, we've been taking action, we've been making all of these steps. Then we start to look at the world around us and we go, has anything changed? Has anything changed? Or we look on social media, we see somebody doing something that we really want to be doing, somebody who's achieving the things that we want to achieve, and we suddenly look at our reality and we go, holy shit, I am not anywhere where I want to be. It's not working. I've taken all this step to move the needle forward. And so what happens is instead of continuing to ascend up, we start to crash and we get down to this middle level again. And we start to feel sad. We start to feel triggered. We start to feel frustrated. We start to feel not enough. It's not working. I'm going to give up. And so now we've dipped our vibration. We've gotten low. And now because we've pulled out of our businesses, we've disconnected, we've roller coastered out, we've taken this sidestep. Now, not only do we feel bad, but now we are going to feel bad for feeling bad. And so we go even deeper. And so this is like, you know, I was going after my business. I was achieving these things. I was trying to climb the ladder of that curve. Okay. Nothing happened. Didn't get the results I wanted. Got triggered. I dipped. And now I dipped. I'm out. I'm not taking the steps I need to take. So now I'm going to feel even guiltier. And so we shame ourselves for feeling bad. We feel bad about feeling bad. Man, shouldn't be feeling this way. I should just get it together. Here I am again. Ah, oh, I can help my clients through this, but I can't help myself. What a fraudulent thing. And so then from this energy, now we're here at the bottom again. And then we have to pull ourselves out, take the steps, get back to this place and go, okay, I'm ready. And we take more steps and we get to this top energy again. We look at where we are and we crash. And so we're stuck in this cycle over and over and over again. Instead of saying, I want to climb out to here and I want to go on this journey and pull myself out of this low vibration and ascend and go higher and higher and higher, we get wrapped in this cycle over and over and over again. Because we're looking at ourselves, we're getting triggered, we are not emotionally sovereign in our businesses, we are emotionally reactive. Like, here's the thing. Your emotions, emotions are energy in motion. And when we're here and we're like, okay, what do I have to do? Got to build a business. Got to build a business. What do I have to do? What do I have to do? Your energy in motion is actually the movement that creates your business. And when you're emotionally, energetically not clear because you're reacting to your reactions all the time, you're getting stuck in this infinity loop and you're not giving yourself permission to actually be emotionally intelligent, to look forward, to embody your confidence, to understand your worthiness. You're meaning making things. You're giving meaning to the trigger. You're giving meaning to the comparison. You're Oh, she has what I have. I feel angry about that. I'm a terrible person. Oh my God, I can't even do this, right? We have to give these emotional responses a different, more empowered meaning so we can navigate our journey with more energetic empowerment. So the emotion that we have is positive momentum instead of negative dissonance and disconnect. We have to come into emotional energetic alignment. This is why in the Wild Wealthy Feminine program, while we're talking about business strategy and we're talking about niche and ideal client and message and all of this stuff on our live calls, the actual study of healing is about energetic alignment with your purpose, with your power, with your mission, with all of this stuff, because it's everything. Your emotion is everything. How can you show up as a leader in the online space if you're so loud in your insecurity and you're not navigating that and you're not transmuting it and you're not seeing it from a loving place? Comparison is one of those signs where like, okay, I need to get my energy right. I need to get it right. So this is the first disease. I see a lot of you guys were moving through this and relates to this energy. The second disease that shows up in our entrepreneur path, if this is you, I want you to say it. Me, and I love that. I want you to own it today. 
The second dis-ease is the disease of burnout. Okay, I want to explain to you what this is. Burnout is like, whoo, whoo. This is like when I talk about, I'm just going to give you guys a list really quick. I have a, a beautiful list on my messy desk over here of some of the students who have come into the Wild Wealthy Feminine program. Lori, Vanessa, and Jessica, I want to celebrate all of you guys for making the decision. These sisters who I talked to who signed up for the Wild Wealthy Feminine program, burnout was one of the biggest issues. I was just talking to a sister in my Instagram inbox today who said, I was showing up in my business for a while and I, I took a long break because I got very burnt out from social media. And if you have experienced this where you've been burnt out or experienced chronic fatigue, right? You're doing it wrong. Business should never make you feel this way. Something in alignment should never make you feel this way. It's different to be like, I put in a great day of work and now I'm going to go rest and enjoy my weekend because I need to recharge. But if you're really putting yourself in this place, like let's understand something, okay? You can have health and wellness and a prosperous business. Your body can feel in an energetic good vibration while you build a multi-million dollar brand. Not a lot of people have figured this out. And so what's being kind of distributed in the shadow world of business and entrepreneurship is that we're seeing people who, again, are pretending like everything's perfect, but behind the scenes in their business, they're freaking losing their hair. They've they've lost their 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 period cycle. They have endometriosis. They're they're uh, puffy, inflamed. Their joints hurt. They have fibromyalgia. They're having relationship challenges. They're they're exhausted and can't get out of bed. You know, chronic illness. This is a sign that something is not being done right. Okay, and you can he be here. And you can tell yourself a story that it's your body getting in the way of what it is that you want. Like if you've taken my body and bank program, which is all about studying this, this DIY program, body and bank, um, your body isn't getting in the way. Your body is trying to alert you that something's not in right relationship. And so you can say, I just want this to stop. I'm just going to drink more coffee. I'm just going to, you know, start taking supplements. I'm just going to like push through, push through, or you can actually slow down and be like, okay, what's going on that like my nervous system is getting so jacked up around my business and my body is experiencing the byproduct of that lack of alignment. What is actually happening here? Me, and I love that because my body is trying to alert me to something. My body's trying to communicate with me. I love my body. Thank you for telling me that something is not right. And for a lot of us, this is because we're walking around with these belief systems around what we believe we have to do to create a successful business. But the things that we are doing, they don't feel in alignment. And what I tell people in my programs is when you're showing up in your journey of entrepreneurship, you have to look at the actions you're taking and you need to ask yourself if something's not in alignment, right? Like, let's say you're getting really burnt out by social media because you're checking it every day, you're exhausting and swiping and scrolling and you make one piece of content and then you have to create another or your creative channel just feels so overwhelmed and it's so stressful to put words to paper or you have no inspiration and you're pushing yourself to create, right? You have to take a minute and just be like, okay, I have to be a high performer in entrepreneurship, right? So I have to look at, not that I have to be a high performer where I'm like overachieving, but I have to be in integrity, a high performer, like an athlete. Athletes have scheduled performance training. They have scheduled performance rest. They have ways of doing things and they ask themselves, how can I do this better? They also look at what do I have to stop doing that isn't getting me to my goals? And so if you're on the entrepreneur path, if you're on the business serving path, the mission-based world of entrepreneurship, if your body is chronically signaling to you that something is not right here, you have to ask these really important questions. 
Number one, do I have to change what I am doing? So be real with yourself. A lot of burnout we experience is because we are doing things that we actually don't want to do. So like for me, at the end of my chapter of Business Babe, when I was running Business Babe back in 2018, and I was feeling all the chronic fatigue and the chronic exhaustion, it was because I was literally doing something that was not in energetic alignment with me. It didn't light up my soul. It didn't make me feel good. It didn't serve my vessel. It didn't serve my heart. It didn't feel an integrity to be doing that. I had to change what I was doing. And my chronic illness was alerting me that something was needing to be done. So this is the first question. Do I need to change what I am doing? Number two, if you can't get clarity on that, or if the answer is no, what I'm doing actually is what I want to do. Number two is, do I have to change how I am doing it? So a lot of burnout, a lot of exhaustion, a lot of fatigue. It's not just always telling us, hey, you need to just like abandon ship and just burn it all. Fuck that. Get rid of it. That's what a lot of people think, right? But it's actually oftentimes inviting us, these signals within our body are inviting us to change how we are doing something. So for example, if you're really burnt out by social media, but how you're doing it is like being on your phone 24 seven and scrolling your DMs and refreshing your comments and always looking for ba 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 right? If that's what's happening, how you're doing it needs to change. I had a client, I'm working with a client right now in a, like a one-on-one mentorship experience. And she's like, Lauren, I'm sure maybe if some of you guys have felt this way, she's like, I want to just burn my entire business to the ground. I feel so stressed. I'm now struggling with health issues. I'm extremely fatigued. I'm exhausted. My, my lungs hurt. I'm just having such a hard time. And I said to her, look, you could burn this business to the ground and build something entirely different. Your issue is boundaries. She has no boundaries right? She wasn't showing up with boundaries. She has no boundaries in her personal life. She has no boundaries with her cell phone. She has no boundaries with her clients. She has to change how she is doing it. So for me, on my journey of entrepreneurship, I've become so good at being in right relationship with technology because for a long time, I was doing it that way where I was feeling like the minute I got a client, I needed to completely over-deliver, constantly check my messages, constantly be available, always, always, always be working, right? I had to change how I was doing things. So the chronic illness I was experiencing in my body was really trying to wake me up to coming into more right relationships. So I would say, me, and I love that. I love that. My body is trying to tell me. So we have to change what we are doing. We have to change how we are doing it. Or we have to change what we're focusing on when we are doing it. This is a big one. This is a really big one. What we are focusing on when we are doing it. So for me, exhaustion and chronic fatigue was because I was focused on all the time. My brain, trauma response. A lot of people who come into the Wild Wealthy Feminine program recognize that trauma is replaying into their business. And one of the signs of this disease is that you're constantly obsessed with looking at what's not working because you don't want to get hurt because you're afraid of getting hurt. You're afraid of the rug being pulled out from underneath you. So you show up in your entrepreneur path and you go, look, this isn't working. Look, this isn't working. Look, this isn't working. Like we talked about yesterday, you form the belief this isn't working and you look for all of the evidence why things are failing. You're focusing on what's not right what's going wrong, what's not being effective. And while it's very important to practice with a critical eye, like, okay, what activities am I doing that don't really serve, that aren't actually delivering, that aren't getting me the results, that's okay, right? Like we have to be discerning. We have to be able to be objective in that way. A lot of us are doing this from a personal critical perspective. So we go, Look, that's not working. What's wrong with me? Look, that's not working. What's wrong with me? Look, that's not working. What's wrong with me? And we're fueling the story of only being deserving of conditional love. 
I'm still not enough. No matter what I do, no matter how hard I work, no matter how much effort I give, it is not enough. So you can change what you are doing, you can change how you are doing it, or you can change what you focus on when you are doing it. Something that started to be a real game changer for me was this last third piece. And I think that all of us can probably do a better job of being lookers and seekers for what's right. Not that we have to bypass our negativity, right? Or just like ignore our own insecurities. But I, I think we can really start to craft a relationship with ourselves and with what we are building that really focuses on what's actually working and celebrating that. And so I do this thing, like I do a, an end of the day victories in my journal. And every night before I go to bed, I write the word victories at the top of my page. And I write down like, what are all the things that I did today or that I experienced that like really felt victorious, that were reflections of moving the needle forward, that felt good. When I used to have experiences with one-on-one -on -one clients and I was not empowered and I didn't have a good right relationship with my leadership, one of the ways that burnout manifested for me was in the pressure to deliver in the pressure I was experiencing to perform for the people that were paying me. I felt like if someone was going to give me money, I had to really over deliver and go big. And so I was focusing on my wound of not being enough and continuously trying to always go above and beyond to feel good enough, to feel like I did a good job. And so my body was signaling to me through burnout, through exhaustion, that what I was focusing on was actually creating more pressure and more stress. And what's really important to note about this is that in any journey, when you're navigating something that's so emotion-filled, right, like purpose, business, entrepreneurship, these are so emotionally, energetically charged concepts, right? We want to do what we love. We're passionate. We have a soul purpose. It's like the thing, right? When you're, when you're doing that, if you're carrying these heavier frequencies, like we talked about yesterday, that heavy frequency takes up so much space in your energetic field, and it creates that overwhelm and that burnout and that exhaustion because you're trying to call in the joy and there's no space for it. And so can we change how we are doing things? Okay, so we've talked about comparisonitis, okay? We talked about this second concept of burnout. And then the third element of disease that exists in our entrepreneur path, imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome. Oh my God, my favorite, my favorite. Wow. Here's the thing. If this is you, if you have imposter syndrome, I want you to right now call it out. And put me and I love that in the comments. I know I've challenged you guys each time to do this, but I want to see you. I want you to not be afraid to acknowledge these parts of you. We can't heal what we hate and don't want to see, right? We have to be able to love and accept these parts of us so that we can transmute this, tai chi this, bring it to the light. And so imposter syndrome we know that there's a part of imposter syndrome that is like our insecurity, right? We feel like we're trying to show up so professional, so successful, so embodied, so much like a leader because we believe that like we have to be that way in order to get clients, in order to have people trust us, in order for people to want to invest in what we're offering in the world. So we tell ourselves this story that like we need to be perfect and then when we're not perfect, we feel like a total imposter. And then we think that that means we can't be successful and have what we want because now we're in that infinity loop feeling the shame around not feeling uh, embodied, right? So imposter syndrome, what this is by like my definition, it's the feeling of feeling fraudulent and fake and phony and not truly in integrity with your own embodiment. And putting yourself out there as a leader when you don't feel like a leader. Putting yourself out there like a teacher when you don't feel like you can actually teach somebody. 
putting yourself out there as somebody who's successful and has everything together when you you don't feel that way. So it's a lack of alignment with the energy that you're putting out there. It's the feeling of not being capable or not being deserving or or not being truly a reflection of the medicine that you want to put out there into the world. And imposter syndrome has these two sides to it where there's a shadow side of imposter syndrome that is like you're being really hard on yourself because you never give yourself permission to actually feel incredibly powerful, right? And so you're insecure and you're playing out that insecurity. It's not about I'm an imposter in my gifts or I'm an imposter in my work and I feel like I'm not good at what I do. That's not really what this is about. Imposter syndrome actually is just a metaphor for the fact that you're an insecure person. You're carrying insecurity. You're carrying a lack of love for yourself, right? So like for me, when I was carrying imposter syndrome, I I don't think this is everybody, but this is just how it kind of manifested for me. Um, I was like, well, what would make me feel really legit? I want to feel like I'm a leader. I don't want to feel like I'm an imposter. So what do I have to change so that I can feel in alignment with this? And I chased all the superficial stuff. So I was like, okay, let me do my hair and makeup every time I do a live video. Let me make sure I get highlights and fake eyelashes and nails because that's what all of the high level people are doing. I'll do that too. Right. Let me make sure that all my photos are glamorous and gorgeous and in exotic places because everybody's doing that. Let me get the designer handbag and the fancy car. Everyone's doing that. That's a leader. If I do those things too, I'll feel like a leader. Right. And so this is not the right way because it doesn't matter what you're doing. It is about who you are being while you are doing it. Now, if you see me, I'm like, I'm going to do a fucking live call in my pajamas without a bra. And like, you're not here for how I look. You're here for my gifts. You're here for my abilities. You're here for what I have to offer you to support you. I'm not putting up a fake picture. I am myself at all times. And so imposter syndrome, while it is this element of like not feeling enough, What's also true is that sometimes we tell ourselves this story of like what we have to present ourselves as to feel really put together and credible. And so imposter syndrome does have this shadow side where it's like not really about being an imposter. It's actually about learning how to be in loving right relationship wholeness with yourself to realize that you are enough. You are enough in your worst days. You are enough. When you gain weight and you don't brush your hair and you haven't shaved your legs in a week and you're just showing up and you're like, here's me and you are enough as that, right? But in order to get to that place, we have to heal. We have to really look at like the childhood wounds and the things that we've been carrying around our teenager years and the stories that we've been holding on to. We have to do that work that is so important. So when you're feeling an energy of imposter syndrome, Sometimes it's actually illuminating to you what you need to heal, right, within yourself, within your dynamic with yourself and your spirit to come into loving relationship with yourself. Sometimes it's also illuminating to you where you need to be in more integrity, not to judge yourself, but just to see, okay, maybe I need to be in more integrity. So for me, like, You know, I had this feeling come up when I started medicine facilitation, right? And I was doing all this work and I started to feel like when I was facilitating these ceremonies, I was like, something doesn't feel right. I don't feel truly empowered. I don't feel truly confident. I feel like something's kind of off. If I ignore my imposter syndrome and I just say, oh, that's just my insecurity, whatever, push it away, keep going. I'm not loving it and allowing it to teach me. So I took this minute and I was like, oh, I need to be in more integrity. I'm serving this medicine. I'm facilitating these experiences. I actually, what I'm really feeling is a call to study. I have to go study more. And so for a lot of people, when we feel this like 
lack of integrity, what you're really being shown is that you still have work to do. And can you lovingly, without judgment, show up for that work? So like on the early days of my entrepreneur path, when I was selling one-on-one coaching and I had never hired a one-on-one coach, I was like, how can I possibly energetically, I feel like such an imposter. Of course I do, because I'm telling people how important it is to invest in something and I wasn't investing in it. I felt like an imposter because I was teaching people to heal their money mindset and build successful businesses and have good relationship with their leadership, but I wasn't doing any of that work. That imposter syndrome was actually showing me what I had to do differently. And so that was when I started on my journey of entrepreneurship, asking how can I walk in right relationship with? How can I walk in right relationship with? Whether it's my business, money, my leadership, what has to change? And I realized I had to invest. I had to start to study. I had to start getting mentors. I had to start having teachers. If I really wanted to do this right, if I was teaching people, oh, you need to believe in yourself, but I wasn't showing up to invest to believe in my own self, I was never going to feel in integrity. It just wasn't going to happen. So I had to get real. I had to face that trigger. And I had to say, do I have to change what I'm doing? Do I have to change how I'm doing it? Do I have to change what I'm focused on when I'm doing it? Probably all three. But to heal my relationship with this dis-ease of integrity, I needed to come into right relationship and start prioritizing myself the way that I was preaching to everybody else to prioritize themselves. How can I possibly get somebody somewhere when I'm not doing my best to walk that path in alignment for my own life? And so this isn't a judgment. This isn't to call anybody out. But this is to say, make sure that what you are preaching and teaching, you are trying to do yourself. You don't have to be perfect. You don't have to always be doing that, right? But to spend enough time really putting the your feet forward and walking the path that you want to walk people down, right? So integrity and feeling that feeling of like, okay, maybe I don't feel super in alignment. Maybe I feel kind of fraudulent. Maybe I feel kind of like, you know, inferior or not truly in 100% embodiment with my power because I know deep down I'm actually not prioritizing the cultivation of that, right? I have a lot of students who come into the Wild Wealthy Feminine program who say like, I am putting my dreams first. I am putting my goals first. I am working on myself. I am investing in myself. And it doesn't have to be the Wild Wealthy Feminine program. I don't care what you do, right? But make sure that you're doing something that's putting yourself first so that when someone comes to you and they want to invest in themselves to do something for them, you can feel in alignment with how important that is and how valuable that is and how necessary that is and how effective that is, right? You are always your first client, always not just in the beginning, but always in every moment. So are you making space for that in your life? Are you studying? Are you developing? Are you walking the walk? It's something to think about. Okay, so we have the burnout. We have the imposter syndrome. We have the chronic feeling that we want to heal. We want to show up in right relationship. So here's your homework. This is what I'm going to give you guys today. Your homework, your reflection is to journal a simple question today. How can I be more in right relationship with this path? How can I be more in right relationship with this path? And think about it. More in right relationship with your leadership. More in right relationship with purpose. More in right relationship with the the message that you preach, more in right relationship with money. What has to change? Do I need to change how I'm doing things? Do I need to change what I'm doing? Do I need to change what I'm focused on? Do I need to take steps to walk in integrity? What has to be different? So what do I have to change to become 
more in right relationship. I want you to journal on that tonight. If you haven't gotten a chance, you guys know the doors are open for the Wild Wealthy Feminine Program. And to really quickly just answer questions on this, the Wild Wealthy Feminine Program, I've been getting asked this a lot. It is the business and money energetics healing that you've been looking for, but it's also strategy. So the program is six weeks. It's taught through trainings, meditations, and journal workbooks each week for six weeks. And then there are live group coaching calls where we talk about the strategies related to entrepreneurship. So niche, messaging, sales, marketing, all of the things, they're all covered in this program. All of the calls are recorded. You get lifetime access to this study. We start the journey the first week of May, and this is open enrollment season right now. So if you're feeling the call, if you have questions, you can reach out to me. I'm always available to support. And I want to remind you to, to be brave. Be brave and put yourself first and get the support that you really desire because your dreams and your passions and the things that are important to you, they are worthy of that time and that money and that energy. Get behind it right? Get behind what is important to you. Walk that walk. And again, if it's not this program, that's okay, right? But if you're feeling that alignment and you're like, oh, I'm scared. I don't know. Can I do it? What if I don't? What if it doesn't work? I've invested in so many things. I don't know if I have the time, right? Like if that's what's playing out for you, bullshit. Put yourself first. Write a new story, right? If you read the sales page and you're like, yeah, this isn't for me, that's okay, right? But I want to teach you this way, this way of being in alignment with your boundaries, this way of being in alignment with your values and, and really walking a path that feels an integrity. So we are here. This is the completion of day three of the Abundance and Alignment series. If you haven't watched day one or two, I invite you to go check that out on the podcast or here on the Instagram or in the Facebook group. The replays will be up for a week. And then we're going to be jumping into the Wild Wealthy Feminine program. So we'll take these videos down and um, have fun. Have fun with your homework. I'll see you tomorrow for day four. I really want to show up tomorrow to talk about like the strategies of showing up, right? Like the actions, the steps, all of these things. So if you don't have the time um, to watch us live tomorrow, I really do recommend watching the replay. It's going to be really important. So anyway. That's it for me. I'm going to go rest and take care. I love you guys. Thank you all for being here. Uh, I'll see you tomorrow at noon for uh, day four. <laughs>